guys, and welcome back to another episode of Caitlin Cracks the Code. I am your host, Caitlin Anderson, and on my podcast, I like to find the most interesting people, people who have done something really cool with their life, or someone I just look up to and highly admire, and I will research their background and ask one thought-provoking question to give you access into their brain that you're not going to get anywhere else. If you listened to the previous episode on the Salem Witch Trials, which was a solo episode that I did and my first solo episode that I've done so far with the podcast, then you know that I have been in Salem for the week and I'm actually recording this episode on Friday before I leave. So today is the 23rd of September and this is being recorded early because I will still be gone. So I do not have any updates on Salem and how my trip went because I have not gone yet and I'm recording this early. So on the next episode, I will give you updates on how the trip went and everything that I did and all the fun stuff that went down in Salem. If you haven't listened to the previous episode yet, then I would encourage you to go listen to that if you're into Halloween, if you want to learn a little bit of history on the Salem Witch Trials. It's such an interesting topic and one that I haven't dived this deep into, so a lot of things that I learned that I didn't know and that you may not know as well. For today's episode, it is for my caffeine lovers out there and specifically my energy drink lovers, and this definitely includes my former self because I used to be obsessed with energy drinks. I'm talking like every single energy drink that you could probably think of that's popular, Bang, Ghost, Rain, 3D, you name it. I don't discriminate. I love all my energy drinks. Oh, and I can't forget Alani New. That one was like my favorite one. So yes, I got hooked on these for the longest time. And in 2021, well, actually December 31st of 2020, I decided that my New Year's resolution for 2021 was to go the full year without consuming one energy drink. I'm happy to say that I did complete this and I did not drink any energy drinks that year. So once that was up in December of 2021, when I was coming up with my New Year's resolution for this year, I decided that it was going to be to read 10 pages a day at least. And so far, so good on that. But with that being said, I have started to drink energy drinks again because that was my challenge for 2021 and now that it's reading 10 pages I was like well I am going to start having a few energy drinks I completed the challenge I did it but it easily got me hooked again just by incorporating them into my week it started to slowly become multiple times a week and then I knew I needed to cut back when I eventually just was having a hard time falling asleep at night I started getting addicted to the taste even on days that I didn't even need energy. I felt good. I felt fine and ready to go, but I just really wanted the taste of the energy drink. And that's when you know that you're hooked is when you don't even need the energy, but you're still drinking one. And these have a lot of energy in them. So 300 milligrams for one can is a lot to consume when you don't even need that. Since the end of July is when I really decided to stop drinking them so much and I just quit them cold turkey. I haven't had any since then. And I want to go over some of the before versus the after differences that I've noticed. So before when I was drinking these a lot, my biggest problem, like I said, was falling asleep 
even if I drank them early on in the day, like it would not matter if it was before noon. I don't know what it was. I still could not fall asleep. I was tossing and turning for maybe up to an hour some nights. I also felt jittery and not able to focus on things I needed to get done. I just felt very scatterbrained. And those were my big main problems I was having with them. The biggest thing for me was definitely not being able to fall asleep. That was just getting annoying. So since cutting them, some of the after results that I've noticed is that my sleep has improved drastically. I would toss and turn for so long and now I can just fall right asleep. I am tired by the end of the day and I want to go to sleep. Like before, I would not even be tired sometimes and just be laying there and tossing and turning. So my sleep has gotten so much better. And something else that I've noticed that I didn't notice before was that now I just, I feel so light and before I was much more bloated and I just felt, you just don't feel as good when you're drinking all that carbonation. So now I'm way less bloated. I feel a lot better. I'm able to focus so much more. So this could be very helpful if you're someone with ADHD. I don't have ADHD, but I can't even imagine if I did have it and I was still consuming so much energy drinks, then I definitely could not focus. So if you do have ADHD and you are drinking energy drinks, then I would recommend try cutting back on those and see if you're able to focus a lot better. When you consume energy drinks that have so much caffeine, it does raise your heart rate and you start to feel all over the place. So just cutting back on that big caffeine splurge is probably going to help you a lot. I also really enjoy not being dependent on a drink every day because some days I just felt like I was not in the best mood if I didn't have my energy drink, which kind of got ridiculous. And not to mention a big thing is that I've saved a lot of money because these drinks can be around $3 each and those start to add up when you're drinking them on a regular basis. So that is some of the benefits that I've been experiencing since cutting them in the end of July. Now I'll go over some of the things I take instead for more natural energy and my favorite, my number one, if you follow me on social media then you probably already know that it is matcha. I do have a certain brand of matcha that I really like and I will link that when I get it off Amazon and it's really nice because it's ceremonial grade, it's really high quality. So I just make the matcha with about 5 ounces of water, I whisk all that up and we'll pour it over some unsweetened vanilla almond milk. If I want it sweetened, I will add some vanilla sweet drops to that and that's basically it. So definitely a lot cleaner ingredients than getting an energy drink. There can be so many chemicals and odd ingredients in those, which we will talk about later with my guest. Doing social media, I get a lot of brands that send over products for me to try. And a few of those that I actually really enjoy and I still take on a regular basis are Magic Mind. They have these little matcha shots that are so good. I also really like Run Gum, which is caffeinated gum. Really cool concept. I had never heard of that one before. I'll take some of this like before a workout instead of drinking an energy drink, I will get some run gum. There's also two brands that I like for focus and energy gummies. I just take these with my breakfast. So one of those is Kala Vida Nutrition and the other one is Highline Wellness. And one last brand is Dr. Gundry's Vital Reds. It has all these polyphenols in it and natural energy, great ingredients, 
So these are all the brands that I've tried out and that I actually recommend and really like. None of those are sponsored or anything. Those are just ones that I genuinely love and that I have found true benefits with. And of course, getting good sleep, that is always going to give you energy for the day. And that's something that has really improved. I personally think everyone should get seven to nine hours. Anything less than that, I feel like you're going to be groggy. Seven is the minimum for me. If you are drinking energy drinks right now, you may need to wean off of them. But I personally just quit them cold turkey. I just, that's how I do things. But I think if you are consuming them on a regular basis after hearing this episode, hopefully you'll start to think twice about that. So now we're going to get into a little bit of the background on my guest, Dr. G or Dr. Christian Gonzalez. He is going to be the one speaking today on the health effects that energy drinks can cause. So let's go ahead and get talking about Dr. G. Dr. Christian Gonzalez is a naturopathic doctor with his focus being primarily on oncology. While he was studying this field, he realized that cancer was not just based upon your nutrition and exercise, but that really everything is connected to our well-being. Everything can play a role in chronic disease, from our relationships with our home, the environment, and the people in our day-to-day lives. So because of these findings, Dr. G has shifted from working with patients to focusing his energy on mass education. He does this with all kinds of amazing content he puts out. He is the host of the most incredible podcast called Heal Thyself. I've listened to this podcast for so long, so I was so excited to have Dr. G on. I feel like I've learned so much from him on that podcast Things that you wouldn't hear on just any podcast because of his specialized background. These are just some of the wellness topics he covers on his show and things that I've learned a lot about from him. And that would be grounding, meditation, blue light, supplements, circadian rhythm, stress management, and much, much more. There's so many topics we could discuss with Dr. G, but today it is going to be energy drinks. Yes, we are even going to get the tea on specific brands Dr. G says you should avoid and that they are the worst in his professional opinion. He actually reviewed all of them, looked up the ingredients, and really did a deep dive into each one that he talks about. So let's kick it off with a description of what exactly is an energy drink. These drinks are flavored beverages that contain concentrated amounts of caffeine and stimulants, plus additives like vitamins, amino acids, creatine, and more. A really interesting fact that I did not know is that the FDA does not regulate energy drinks. The energy drink companies do. And in the 80s, the FDA approved 0.2% of caffeine to be the maximum amount of caffeine in drinks. So 0.2% of caffeine is equal to 71 milligrams per 12 fluid ounces. This is what is approved and recommended by the FDA. And when you think about it, how many energy drinks out there have at least double this amount? Like most all of them, at least that I would drink. And now that I think about it, a lot of them had four times that amount. So you're probably wondering, how do the energy drink companies get around this? They found a loophole by classifying their energy drinks as supplements. So if they didn't classify them as supplements, then they would need a warning label. And really all the companies have to do is to prove that they're sanitary and that they're generally safe. The United States Senate Commerce Committee has actually heard a testimony that ER visits have gone up due to energy drinks. 
especially for younger kids who they're highly marketed to, and they're the most vulnerable people because it's hard for them to handle so much caffeine. The number of ER visits involving energy drinks doubled from 10,068 visits in 2007 to 20,783 visits in 2011. 58% of these were energy drink side effects alone, and the other half were when they were mixed with stimulants. And this was all from an analysis. The most common side effects with energy drinks are quick heart rate, difficulty falling asleep, at me, headache, nausea, and vomiting. I know so many people feel the need that if they're going to work out, they need an energy drink before. That was me. But really, these energy drinks just raise your blood pressure and they put a major strain on your heart. And I listened to Dr. G do a product review of some of the most popular brands on his own podcast. He says that energy drinks tend to be really high in sugar, but even the ones that are not just basically are a carbonated mixture of chemicals natural flavors, maybe some vitamins and minerals, but it's really hard to find a good quality energy drink. So now I want to get into the product review that I heard Dr. G talk about, and first we're going to go over which ones he says to avoid. Prepare yourself because a lot of these are probably the ones that you love the most because that's how it was for me. Starting with the first one, 3D. I love 3D. He says it's 200 milligrams of caffeine in one sitting, and that is way too much. So a lot of these, if you're going to drink one and you don't want to listen to anything that he is saying, at least don't drink the full can in one sitting because that is a lot to consume. It's going to be a lot better than flushing yourself so much with all that caffeine at one time. So drinking half is the preferred way to go. So back to 3D, it does have a sugar substitute, which is good, he says, for low sugar. But the problem with that is that you're just predisposing yourself to eating more calories later on. And it does contain sugar alcohols. And the main thing about this is that that causes digestive issues and bloating, which is what I saw. Some people are more sensitive to sugar alcohols. It just depends. But most people are pretty sensitive and most people will bloat from all the carbonation. So he gives 3D a thumbs down. Next one is Uptime. This one I did like. I never got it too often. It was never like my first pick, but I did enjoy Uptime. And he says this is also a thumbs down. It has artificial sweeteners. And with that, he is still concerned about consuming more calories later on. It is not as much as 3D with the caffeine. It has 140 milligrams. He says this is still a lot for one sitting. Next is the one that everybody knows, Red Bull. I was never crazy about Red Bull. I would never just go buy a Red Bull, but I've definitely had them and obviously know all about them. He says this is a terrible one. It has 27 grams of sugar for just that small can. The caffeine is actually good though because it only has 80 milligrams of caffeine for that one can. Next is Monster. He says this is one of the worst ones. It has 50 grams of sugar which is just nuts. And then for caffeine, it has 160 milligrams. Next up, I was really, really sad about this one. It is rain. He, and I quote, says, terrible energy drink. So this one is hard to hear because I loved the orange creamsicle or dreamsicle, whichever that one was, and sour gummy bear. Honestly, I loved so many of those, but Yeah, it's a lot of caffeine, 300 milligrams for one can. 
Also, it has artificial flavors in there as well. Next up is probably the one that I was the most sad about, and that is Alani New. I found that and thought I had hit the jackpot when I first discovered Alani New. I love just about every single flavor that they have. He says 200 milligrams of caffeine is too much for one sitting again. Artificial flavors in it and citric acid. Next is bang. I don't know how many bangs I've had, but it's been a lot, especially in college. That was like my go-to one. He claims this is carbonated crap in a bottle. 300 milligrams of caffeine in 16 ounces. And apparently they even have a warning label on their website about the side effects of consuming bang. And just a side note, he says that if it doesn't say filtered water in the ingredients, you can almost guarantee that they're using tap water. And he did a whole episode on his podcast about why you should stay away from tap water. Oh, and one last one that I did not mention that also broke my heart, which was Ghost. I really like Ghost. This was a new discovery for me. Not too new, but I got into those more recently this year than the past couple years when I would drink energy drinks. And I really liked Ghost, but he said this one is definitely a thumbs down as well. Okay, the next category we're going to move on to are the better but not much better energy drinks. And then after that, we'll go into ones that he actually approves. So first up is one I've never heard of, Jacko. Never heard of it, but apparently they use at least filtered carbonated water. Next up, we have Fit Aid, which gave me a sigh of relief because they actually sent me a variety pack to try out a couple months back. So I am familiar with this one. And I actually really enjoyed specifically the orange vitamin C immunity drink. I loved that. He says that the formula looks good on this one and that they were more intentional with their ingredients. Next up is Celsius, which is one of the most popular brands. I know a lot of girls like Celsius. At least it's not in the worst category. He says it has better ingredients than some of the other ones. It does still have a lot of caffeine, so you shouldn't drink the whole can at one time. Maybe do like half of it. Two others I will mention he says are just okay that I have never tried personally are Zevia and Rora. Okay, and now we'll talk about the best energy drinks. So I guess we will end on a high note, which is a good thing. Dr. G said he would actually consume these, just not regularly because he doesn't personally like caffeine, but he would still drink them. First up is Highball. It has organic ingredients, 160 milligrams of caffeine, so it is still high, so be careful if you're sensitive. I have never heard of Highball, but now I want to do a little research and see what they're all about. And looking at this list, I've actually not heard of any of these. Um, there's four total, so first up was Highball. Next is Numa. It is USDA organic label, 120 milligrams of caffeine, no artificial flavors, organic coconut water, maca, dragon fruit, ashwagandha. So yeah, the ingredients are really good on this one. He says it's one of the best. He just wished that they used filtered water. The third one is Guru. It has low sugar at four grams. It's organic. 142 milligrams of caffeine. And the last one is Runa, which is certified organic, 150 milligrams of caffeine, and the ingredients look okay. Oh, there is one more. So there's five total. And the last one is Perps, which I've never I've never heard of Perps either. I have not heard of any of these best ones. So Perps is USD organic, 
120 milligrams of caffeine and he likes that they blend the different herbs and extracts in there. So that is Dr. G's full review on all the energy drinks and all the tea on everything you need to know about the big popular brands out there. Now we're going to go ahead and get into my discussion with Dr. G on what these energy drinks are all about and why we should avoid them and some alternatives. Now let's get into the interview with Dr. Christian Gonzalez. Let's get cracking. Dr. G, I've heard you talk about the dangers of energy drinks, and surprisingly enough, some of the most popular ones can be the most harmful. So can you go into more detail on just how bad that these energy drinks can be and the potential health damages that they can cause? Ooh, that's a good one. I, um, it's been a while I've talked about energy drinks, but really when it comes to energy drinks, the things we have to look about, look into is the amount of caffeine, first and foremost. <clears throat> energy drinks are marketed towards children, adolescents, and teenagers, right? Especially teenagers, young teens. And taking in that much caffeine at such a young age has the potential to be very dangerous. And there's been a giant spike in hospitalizations in when it comes to uh, hospitalization due to arrhythmias or any uh, energy drink-associated symptoms since the advent of energy drinks. So it's, they're, they're an issue, especially just strictly from the first thing, the caffeine levels. The second thing is the sugar levels. They're super, super high. For some of them, you'll see 35, 40, 45, 50 uh, grams of sugar in one energy drink that not only can increase the, right, the blood sugar, the, the, the child or the adolescent will feel really good really fast and then crash. As we know, we used to do that when we were kids and we used to candy all the time, right? Um, but also over time, especially if this becomes part of their diet, it can lead to something like prediabetes, right? And then we think about the stabilizers, preservatives, food coloring, right? The natural flavors. These are things that cause issues over time for the, the young child, right? So these are the things that I always watch out for and say, okay, if you're going to have an energy drink, you got to make sure that the serving size, you're not drinking the whole bottle, right? You got to make sure that you're drinking it at least uh, max a cup of coffee or like a, the milligrams, let's say 90 uh, milligrams of caffeine in the energy drink, but you don't want to go more than that. Some energy drinks are like three, four cups of coffee in the whole can, which is naturally going to be causing a lot of issues like heart palpitations for children and uh, teenagers. There's been some deaths associated with energy drinks, right? So the whole field is like the wild west. There's, It's like a cheesecloth worth of regulation that allows these companies to really self-regulate, put their crap out there. And um, there's very few energy drinks out there that are really good quality or uh, safe, for lack of a better term. So um, something to watch out for. Very popular, but also very dangerous. Perfect. Perfect answer. And I listened to something you had, I don't know if when you talked about it, it was earlier on in the year and I struggled with it too, because I got a little bit addicted to those, but now I'm just on matcha and I'm on a matcha cake. So fantastic, much better, yeah. much, better much cleaner, better antioxidants, cleaner caffeine. It has things for the brain, things for the heart. If you're going to go for energy, 
Go for something that is going to give you benefits, not detriments, right? And something like matcha or green tea or even good quality coffee. It can be controversial, but good quality coffee can go a much longer way than a lot of the crap we're drinking uh, in the form of energy drinks. So my biggest takeaway from what Dr. G said is that if you are going to consume an energy drink, just make sure that you're looking out for the amount of caffeine in the can. Some of these small cans contain so much caffeine. I know that Alani New was one of my favorite ones. It is a smaller can than say like a Bang or a Rain, but their cans do contain 200 milligrams of caffeine. So if you want to drink half of that, that is even a lot better than drinking the full thing. And you also heard him say that high quality coffee and matcha are some great alternatives. Plus you just feel so much better when you're drinking a matcha or coffee that has benefits with it rather than just an energy drink with all these chemicals and crazy ingredients. At least you're getting some benefits from the caffeine. To me, well-being is all about how you feel and putting good products in your body are going to make you feel so much better. I hope that this episode provided a lot of value for you and got you to start thinking more about what you're putting in your body, especially some of these energy drinks. I will have Dr. G's Instagram and podcast linked in the show notes if you want to see more on him. Like I said, his podcast is so good. I listen to it regularly and I have been for so long, so I highly recommend it. I am also going to link my matcha recipe if you want to start trying to make your own matcha at home. I have a couple videos I've made on that, and I will also link all the products that I use and put those on my Amazon storefront, so just check the show notes for everything. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review on Apple and Spotify. Next week, I will give you an update on how my Salem trip went because I'll be back and able to talk about it. Thank you guys so much again for listening to this week's episode of Caitlin Cracks the Code, and I will talk to you next Monday.